98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. All right, final segment of the show on this fine Tuesday evening. Pretty sure nothing else is going on tonight, so we're just going to talk a little fantasy football. Nah. Uh, a lot more responses, though. I appreciate these coming in at Rundown987 on Twitter for the best and worst trades in the history of Arizona sports. In case you missed it earlier, Cody and I. Cody did the worst five trades in Arizona sports history. I did the best five trades. So you'll be able to find that on ArizonaSports.com here shortly if you missed it. Uh, Band writes in, worst, Paul Goldschmidt for spreadsheets. I mean, they got they got Carson Kelly, although he took a huge step back this year. But maybe pretty much everybody took a step back on the D backs this year, except for Zach Gallon. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I got a lot more David uh, Dennis Johnson rather for uh, Ricky Roby. Um, a lot more Shaq for worsts. Ghostoffa wrote in. He went team by team. Coyotes best Ronick, worst Briere. Suns best Barkley, worst Marion. Cardinals best Palmer or Hopkins worst he doesn't he has question marks uh D-backs best Gonzo worst Swanson that seems pretty because that was you had Swanson as the worst trade of all the sports and I had Gonzo as the best so that that one seems pretty unanimous all right it's time for rising and falling so the way this works is we're going to give you a quarterback running back and receiver on the way up and a quarterback running back receiver on the way down this is strictly fantasy football so that's that's how we're approaching this. You, maybe you can pick up somebody here. I, most leagues have their trade deadlines this week or next week. Maybe you can trade somebody here by uh, by low or sell high. So Cody, I'm going to let you go first with a rising quarterback. Okay, my rising quarterback is Drew Brees. Oh. Uh, by the way, and you, you were talking about maybe you could pick him up. You probably you might be able to pick him up. Only rostered in 79 percent of leagues, so. You could add him here. He's had uh, a really good last three games. He has seven total touchdowns in his last three games. He likes to apparently now do this little leaping QB sneak at the goal line. So that's really annoying, especially when you're facing him. <laughs> and you just hand it off to Kamara. No, no, okay. No, all right. No, we'll just let Drew Brees run it in. He has also thrown for at least 280 yards in his last three games. So... The yards are getting up there. I mean, a lot of it has to do with Alvin Kamara run after catch type stuff because I don't think Drew Brees can still throw the ball down the field anymore. <laughs> um, and he has scored at least uh, 19 points in his last his last three games as that, well. I, I like your answer better than mine. I want to be clear with mine. <laughs> I would not okay. pick this guy up, and, okay. and especially this week. So I, he is not rising Cooper this week. <laughs> well, technically he is rising from wherever he was. Uh, I would not start this guy this week. He's playing Baltimore. But this is more just a public service. You realize Philip Rivers has 60 fantasy points, or I'm sorry, 58 fantasy points over the last two weeks? Yeah. How? I don't know. Naheem Hines did him uh, service I on Sunday. I high picks on actual uh, quarterbacks, and Philip Rivers is outscoring them. Well, he's not outscoring Mahomes. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'll say Philip Rivers. I mean... The answer I wanted to give was Justin Herbert, but I gave him a couple weeks ago, and he continues to rise. Yeah, so. Philip Rivers is only rostered in 11% of ESPN Fantasy League, so he's definitely available Yeah, in most leagues. Um, my falling quarterback, and it pains me to say this because he is on my team, Lamar Jackson. Lamar yeah. Jackson. Uh, 
It's been not too good for Lamar Jackson here recently. He has got five total turnovers in his last three games. Five turnovers. He hasn't thrown for over 208 yards in his last three games. Granted, one of those games he did have 100 yards rushing, so that did that him, did him some good. But his best game against or his best game in that stretch of his last three games was against the Eagles, and the Eagles aren't very good. Also, Lamar Jackson in his next three games, has to face the Colts defense, which is the number one fantasy defense. I still think they're number one in uh, in, uh, in fantasy football. The New England Patriots, they've taken a little bit of a step back, but they're still pretty good. And the Tennessee Titans, oh, and uh, uh, just to go a game further, his fourth game, at Steelers. Well, uh, that's, that's daunting. Let me just jump in there, though, as somebody that had to start the Titans defense mm-hmm. last week. Lost by two because they got me negative one. <laughs> <laughs> on that Gronk touchdown, too, by the way. Uh, feel free to not start the Titans defense if you like yourself at all. Because that defense really, it's its deceptive because that team is good, and their defense was good last year, and their defense is trash this year. Uh, running back. Oh, my falling quarterback. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, Josh Allen has really Yeah, he's come off. down to earth, huh? Uh, and I still, like I said, this is fantasy. I still believe in him as an actual quarterback, and it's not like I would get rid of Josh Allen off my fantasy team. But he hasn't really been scoring a whole lot lately relative to what he was doing earlier this season. So I don't I don't think it's teams like figuring him out, but his production has dropped. Buffalo really hasn't scored a lot of points in, in some of these games. It was it was fairly low scoring against the uh, the Patriots and uh, very shockingly low scoring against the Jets mm-hmm. the week before. So I'll go with Josh Allen as falling. All right. My rising running back is Cincinnati Bengals running back Giovanni Bernard. Uh, he has scored three total touchdowns in his last two games since filling in for Joe Mixon, who is injured. Uh, not sure when Mixon will be back. He's also been a factor in the passing game. He has uh, two receiving touchdowns in his last two games. Um, against the Browns, he had five catches for 59 yards and a touchdown. Against the Titans, your favorite defense there. Yeah. Uh, three catches for 16 yards and a touchdown. Don't He's, ever bring them up again. <laughs> he has scored in in those two games, respectively, 20.6 points in my league anyway. Not sure how other leagues are scored. 20.6 points against the Browns and 22.8 points against the Titans. They are The Bengals are on a bye week this week, though, so probably if you want to pick them up, they'd be for the week after that, but they're facing Steelers, so I don't know. So no good there either. But they are facing the football team after that. It <laughs> might be a pickup and stash for a couple weeks type of player. I don't know. Um, that's a good one. My rising running back, and I can't remember if I gave him two weeks ago or not, but if I did then I've been vindicated because Zach Moss is yeah. taking over as the Bills' starting running back. Now, if you look at, at if, you, if you look beyond just touchdowns, Devin Singletary had very similar numbers to Zach Moss. But remember, Moss is a rookie. He wasn't playing earlier this season because he was hurt. He's getting the goal line work. He's getting work in the passing game. He's getting work on third downs. Like He's getting all the important care. At least he was last week, and it had been trending that way for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. He is actually somebody you might be able to pick up out there in some leagues, too. All right, my falling running back is Ezekiel Elliott from the Dallas Cowboys. He should be, should be on the rise, you would think. You would. Having no quarterbacks, you would think they would hand him the ball or at least check down to him in the passing game. He has only rushed for over 50 yards once in his last three games. One time. Also, he has not scored a touchdown in that stretch either. And... and like I said, you think they'd be at least checking down to Ezekiel Elliott? He has a combined two catches 
in his last two games for 16 yards and no touchdowns. He's been terrible. Listen to, listen to these since they lost Dak Prescott. Against the Cardinals, 12 carries for 49 yards. Against the football team, 12 carries for 45 yards. Against the Eagles, who's not very good defense, 19 carries for 63 yards. Yeah. It's been bad. You That is one of those things where, like, if you have Zeke, you figure, okay, he's probably going to take a hit he's in still, terms of touchdowns. Yeah. He's not going to be down there, but he should get a ton of yards and catches. Now, he's still the fourth best running back in the ranking somehow. Because everybody else is hurt. And he, his first... His first uh, five games, the lowest point total he scored was 17.8. Yeah, so that's it's been good. pretty good. But he has been on a terrible, terrible down uh, down stretch uh, recently. M- my falling running back is he's hurt right now, and I wouldn't, I don't typically like, I'm not doing it because he's hurt. Mark Ingram, mm. I think has just lost his job. He I, didn't, I think he has too. He didn't play against Pittsburgh, but prior to that, 20 yards rushing against Philadelphia before the bye, so that was a couple weeks ago. 57 against Cincinnati. Yards, not points. 57 yards against Cincinnati. 34 against Washington. 30 against Kansas City. 55 against Houston. 29 against Cleveland. He has not run for more than 57 yards in a game this season. He's only run for more than 34 yards twice this season, and I really, they seem to want to, they want J.K. Dobbins to be the starter eventually, but they're fine giving Gus Edwards the ball. I don't think he can start Mark Ingram even when he comes back until you see him actually have a good game. Yeah. All right, my rising wide receiver. I'm going back to the Bengals. Tyler Boyd from the Cincinnati Bengals. He has launched himself all the way up to the number eight overall ranking amongst wide receivers in ESPN leagues. He uh, he scored two total touchdowns in his last two games. Pretty good. Had a 101-yard day against the Browns two weeks ago. He's averaging 16.9 points per game. And like I said, he's worked himself all the way up to number eight. Again, the Bengals have a bye this next this upcoming week, and then they play the Steelers. But if Tyler Boyd's available in if you're in the two percent of yeah. leagues that don't have him, might even be able or to trade you could for trade him. for him if you would like. Yeah, exactly. He might be worth uh, worth a look there. I'm going to go real quickly. Rising Brandon Ayuk, San Francisco. They don't have Kittle, so that means probably more dump offs to him. He has 40 points, fantasy points over the last two weeks anyway, and he just seems to be getting better each week. They don't have Debo Samuel right now either, so Brandon Ayuk for sure if he's out there. Who do you have real quick for falling receiver? All right, my falling up? receiver is CD Lamb, another Cowboy. Well, <laughs> uh, terrible. They don't have a quarterback. He has just scored eight point seven combined points in the last two games. He only has four catches in his last two games for just 27 yards. Yeah, mine were uh, all the Cowboys receivers, so we're on the same page there, and that's a waste because there's some good talent there.